Thank you for joining us here at the First Presbyterian Church with the First Love Ministries on this Sunday, May 15th, 2022. Reverend Jonathan Warren has titled his sermon today, Love One Another. The special music is performed by the Church Chancel Choir and it's titled, A Clean Heart. Our first scripture reading comes to us from Acts 11, 1 through 18. And the gospel reading comes to us from John 13, 33 through 35. God bless and have a safe and peaceful week. The scripture reading is from Acts chapter 11, verses 1 to 18. Let us listen to the word of God. Now the apostles and the believers who were in Judea heard that the Gentiles had also accepted the word of God. So when Peter went up to Jerusalem, the circumcised believers criticized him, saying, Why did you go to the uncircumcised men and eat with them? Then Peter began to explain it to them step by step, saying, I was in the city of Joppa praying, and in a trance I saw a vision. There was something like a large sheet coming down from heaven, being lowered by its four corners, and it came close to me. As I looked at it closely, I saw four-footed animals, beasts of prey, reptiles, and birds of the air. I also heard a voice saying to me, Get up, Peter, kill and eat. But I replied, by no means, Lord, for nothing profane or unclean has ever entered my mouth. But a second time the voice answered from heaven, what God has made clean, you must not call profane. This happened three times. Then everything was pulled up again to heaven. At the very moment, three men sent to me from Caesarea arrived at the house where we were. The Spirit told me to go with them and not to make a distinction between them and us. These six brothers also accompanied me, and we entered a man's house. He told us how he had seen an angel standing in his house and saying, send to Joppa and bring Simon, who is called Peter. He will give you a message by which you and your entire household will be saved. And as I began to speak, the Holy Spirit fell upon them just as it had upon us at the beginning. And I remembered the word of the Lord, how he had said, John baptized, excuse me, John baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. If then God gave them the same gift that he gave us when we believed in the Lord Jesus Christ, who was I that I could hinder God? When they heard this, they were silenced, and they praised God, saying, Then God has given even to the Gentiles the repentance that leads to life. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
Our gospel lesson comes to us from John chapter 13, beginning with the 31st verse. Let us listen to the word of God. At that ver- sorry. When he had gone out, Jesus said, Now the Son of Man has been glorified, and God has been glorified in him. If God has been glorified in him, God will also glorify him in himself and will glorify him at once. Little children, I am with you only a little longer. You will look for me, as I said to the Jews, so now I say to you, where I am going, you cannot come. I give you a new commandment that you love one another, just as I have loved you, you also should love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. This is the word of the Lord. She was a sophomore in high school, Whitney Crop. She couldn't believe she was picked. She was so excited about being picked on the homecoming court that When she came home from school, she couldn't wait to tell her mother. Plus, she thought only popular girls could be part of the homecoming court. But then, in a matter of a few hours, Whitney discovered she was picked as part of a prank. A bunch of kids thought it would be a great joke if the most unpopular kid in school was part of the court. Suddenly, Stephen King's Carrie became a real-life scenario for Whitney, and she was devastated. However, the story doesn't end there. She posted it on social media, and people in her town wanted to support her. A salon decided to go to do her hair and makeup for free. A store owner gave her a pick of any gown she wanted for the dance. There were people who hadn't gone to homecoming game for years, but this time they showed up. Some closed their store early so they could go to the game. They made signs. They even wore T-shirts, all to support Whitney. It's one sophomore girl who was unpopular and pranked. At the end of it all, had more support than she ever imagined. In fact, some were so inspired that a special Facebook page was created. Support Whitney Crop. Bullying stops here. At first, it had 4,000 likes, which doubled the population of her small town of West Branch, Michigan. Then, on the day of her homecoming, it had over 100,000 likes. People were touched by her story. In 2015, the Today Show and various other news outlets covered this story. And on Friday at halftime, a beautiful young woman, Whitney Crop, adorned her homecoming tiara, standing in the face of bullying with the support of people in her town and all across the country. The truth is, how we treat others really matters. If we think about it, we represent our family and their values wherever we go. So if we do something silly, it could look bad on our family, bad on our town. Jesus gives his disciples a new command, saying in John 13, 34, Just as I have loved you, you should also love one another. 
It matters how we treat someone because that's how people will tell whether we're Christ's disciples. If you remember, when Jesus tells his apostles to love one another, it's near the end of his ministry. Moments before this, Jesus breaks bread, giving it to his disciples and eating his last supper with them. It was time for their leader to impart some wisdom on them. Judas had just walked out on his way to betray Jesus for 30 coins, which could be the very reason Jesus tells them to love one another. Jesus knows the reality of what's about to happen. He knows they're about to scatter. He knows things aren't going to be the same and that it will be hard for them to stick together without him. So he gives them a new command. Love one another just as I have loved you. Now we all know that these 11 disciples are very different from each other. Among them are fishermen, tax collector, a zealot. They all have different backgrounds, all have different opinions. And because they're very different, I'm sure they had disagreements with each other. It's hard to imagine how that would have worked being together for three years. But except for one, they were all still together. I'm convinced the reason for that is because they had love. So tonight, right before everything around them is about to come crashing down, Jesus reminds them to continue in this love. Because he doesn't want them to lose their deep connection. In a sense, Jesus in his last supper with his disciples is giving them the last most essential piece of advice before he leaves them. Because Jesus knows the only way that they're going to be the church in this complicated world is through love. Now, even Jesus knows this task is not something that's easy to do because Jesus is about to be crucified on a cross for love. Love means we need to let go of our needs. It means we sacrifice. It means we serve. When we disagree, love means that we have to compromise Listen, when we hurt someone, love means we should apologize. And when we are hurt, it means we have to create healthy boundaries. Love isn't always easy. It usually takes a lot of effort. Now the truth is, some here are wiser than others. Some know the Bible like the back of their hands. Some were raised Baptist, others Catholic whatever tradition, some even raise nothing. And the church is full of people who are different. Some are from Illinois, while others are from other places like Chicago. (laughs) Or other places than Illinois, right? (laughs) I was hoping you'd catch that. Each of us has a different background. Each of us has a different story. Some of us are Republican, others are Democrats, some Cubs fans, others Cardinals, some younger, some older. Yet somehow, with all these differences, we're supposed to do one thing 
to love one another just as Christ does. Now, we actually know what happens to these disciples after Jesus dies. At first, they're scattered because they're scared. But after Jesus is raised from the dead, He and the Holy Spirit help them stay connected. Now, it's not always easy for them, but they have love. In the story we heard today in Acts, we meet the apostles and hear of their discontentment with Peter because Peter was eating unclean food with the Gentiles. I know, it's really bad. It's really bad, right? This was not okay with them. But luckily, Peter could explain what transpired. In fact, God told Peter three times that he was to eat unclean food. And then when the Holy Spirit falls upon the Gentiles, Peter tells them, if God gave them the same gift, this Holy Spirit, who was I that I could hinder God? And when they hear the whole story, they listen, they trust, and they recognize, even in a moment where they might disagree, that God's circle is ever-expanding and growing, that the love of Christ is also ever-expanding and growing. And so they share their love to the Gentiles. These past few years have been quite difficult it's hard to stay united as a church when there's so much change and stress, especially when we're in the midst of such volatility. As a church, we were facing decisions that I tell our session leaders that I think at the time we said they're lose, lose, lose scenarios. No matter what we decide, we're going to hurt or alienate some in our church family. I can guarantee you that our church and its leaders and its pastor have not always made the best decisions, have missed the mark, not just these past few years, but over time. We've I know this because it's happened to my, in my own family. I know it because some of you have shared it with me. However, I love you and I want to apologize for any pain that our church has put you through. If we've hurt you or your family or anyone, I love you. I'm sorry that many years ago I watched something that posed the question, what if I don't believe what you believe? That's a big question. What if I don't believe what you believe? The response in this video was, you can still belong. Doubts are welcome. It makes me think of when Christ tells his disciples to love one another. Because if you don't believe the way I do, if you doubt, 
with Jesus, you still belong. If you're apostles, if you're Gentiles, if you're different, you belong to God. And the way it all works is because of God's love. According to Christ, love is essential. Without love, Christ's message is empty, and it's the essential part of our discipleship. Now, when I think about the young teenager, Whitney, who was on the homecoming court, I know the bullying will linger. It will hurt for some time. But the love she experienced ended up having the final say. Love inspired hundreds of thousands of people to encourage her, and love helped her stand on that football field in the face whatever came her way. Christ knows the power of love, and it's the very reason he died for us. Love is more powerful than disagreements, sin, and even evil. And when people hear about it and see it, they're transformed. They want to spread it and share it with everyone they know. And if we follow Christ and love one another, that's when we're Christ's disciples. And that love, our love of Christ, will be ever-expanding and ever-growing for all people. In the name of the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. If you found this podcast inspirational and would like to support the First Love Ministry programs at First Presbyterian Church, please send any contributions to First Presbyterian Church at 870 West College, Jacksonville, Illinois. Our zip code is 62650. Our phone is 217-245-4189. You can contact our secretary there between the hours of 9 a.m. and 4 p.m. Monday through Friday. Our email is office at firstpresjacks.org. That's office at f-i-r-s-t-p-r-e-s-j-a-x dot o-r-g. Masks are now optional anywhere in the church. Our in-person church services start at 10 a.m. on Sunday. Access to our online church service starts at 9.55 a.m. You can listen to these live services on our Facebook page, which is www.facebook.com slash first, F-I-R-S-T, P-R-E-S Jacks. You can join our Facebook group called First Presbyterians with a Purpose. We have a choir that meets from 7 to 8 p.m. every Thursday night and we welcome all who are willing to sing. We look forward to hearing from you either by email, mail, or phone. God bless 
and may you have a peaceful and safe year.